hot flashes, vaginal dryness, painful sex, low libido, recurrent urinary tract infections, weight gain, insomnia, orgasm? What orgasm? Menopause is a very special time, and I'm betting you've not gotten a lot of information from your own doctor. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, a clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology, the medical director of the Northwestern Medicine Center for Sexual Medicine and Menopause, a practicing gynecologist, best-selling author, and a nationally recognized menopause expert. My mantra has always been, if women are given good information, they'll make good choices. And I'm here to give you the inside information on all things menopause. The only thing that's predictable about perimenopause is that your period generally arrives as you get on a plane wearing white and carrying no tampons. Years before estrogen production completely shuts down, hormone levels start to fluctuate wildly during that special time of life known as perimenopause. And it's truly unfair that just around the time the kids are finally out of the house and life is looking pretty good, women crash into perimenopausal mood swings, insomnia, vaginal dryness, weight gain, and hot flashes. And if you're thinking that sounds a lot like menopause, you're correct. Any symptoms experienced during menopause can occur during perimenopause. And perimenopause, it can last weeks, months, or years. And it's officially over when a menstruating woman has been without a period for 12 months. So perimenopausal hormonal fluctuations result in the same symptoms that many women experience when they're in full menopause, but then they get some bonus symptoms like irregular and unpredictable bleeding patterns and exaggerated PMS symptoms like breast tenderness and bloating. There are two very specific things that differentiate perimenopause from menopause. Number one, in perimenopause, your estrogen tank is not yet on permanent empty and your ovaries may decide to jump back into action. So don't throw out the tampons, even if you're having crazy hot flashes and mood swings. Typically, those hot flashes disappear immediately after you spend a month's salary on remedies that claim to eradicate those hot flashes and mood swings, sometimes even before you take the new products out of the bag, because perimenopausal symptoms often come and go without treatment. So it's not that the black cohosh worked, it's that your ovaries kicked in for one last hurrah. The second thing that differentiates perimenopause from menopause is that periods are irregular and unpredictable during perimenopause. But once you are in menopause, you no longer get periods. And in fact, any bleeding once you're in menopause should be evaluated. So again, these hormonal fluctuations, they may last months and in some cases years. And yeah, it's normal to start as early as your 40th birthday. There was a study in 2021 of over 2,400 women aged 35 to 55. And they reported that they were having these symptoms while they were still menstruating. The study also reported that everyone was shocked to be experiencing symptoms. So they had this expectation that they weren't going to start to experience perimenopausal stuff until they were like, 50. So that was like big news flash. So once you are in menopause, those symptoms don't come and go. And in fact, if a woman has been flash free for years, and then say 10 years later, when she's 60, she starts to have flashes again, menopause is unlikely to be the culprit. You know, have you ever heard perimenopause is like a second puberty? I, you know, that kind of makes me a little crazy because as far as I'm concerned, that could not be further from the truth. Yeah, puberty is a miserable rite of passage. We all went through it. But acne and irregular periods are not associated with life-threatening and life-shortening changes to the cardiovascular system and bones. 
nor is puberty associated with the inability to think or get a decent night's sleep. And puberty signals the beginning of the reproductive years when women have high levels of estrogen, which are going to, of course, support the reproductive system, but also their brain, bones, and heart. Perimenopause, on the other hand, marks the beginning of a time when women have to take steps to ensure their health and longevity. So again, you know, perimenopause officially morphs into menopause when a woman's been without a period for 12 months, but it's not as if menopause arrives and those symptoms go away. A lot of people think that, that perimenopause is the only time you're going to have these hot flashes. Hot flashes and insomnia, they may last 10 years or longer and vaginal dryness until death. Uh, if it's not treated, sorry, but that's, the, that's the fact. So waiting out these bothersome hot flashes, mood swings and insomnia is not generally the best strategy because not only can perimenopause last for years, but you're going to continue to have those symptoms. So let's talk specifically about controlling perimenopausal symptoms as opposed to menopause symptoms. And the first thing I'm going to talk about is birth control pills. It's a really common occurrence that a woman will show up in my menopause clinic and complain that her doctor just wanted to you know, put her on the pill. But for a lot of women, it's not only the right thing to do, but it's the best thing to do. Think about it. Perimenopausal women are experiencing wildly fluctuating hormonal shifts. The birth control pill suppresses ovarian function and supplies a steady dose of hormones, estrogen and progesterone. So the pill is actually a convenient and effective form of perimenopausal hormone therapy. It's kind of like saying to the ovaries, you seem confused, we'll take it from here. Honestly, birth control pills should be labeled hormone control pills. The other thing that's that's really strange is that I can't tell you how many of my patients happily take birth control pills, but then have no interest in taking hormone therapy when they stop the pill because of this common misconception that the pill is safe, but hormone therapy is dangerous. And a lot of women are shocked to learn that their low-dose birth control pill actually has far more potent levels of estrogen and far more potential side effects than menopausal hormone therapy. So given that the pill is a form of hormone therapy, why not just start menopausal doses of, of hormone therapy, the low dose, instead of putting a 46-year-old woman on birth control pills? Well, two reasons. First of all, some 46-year-old women, even if they're perimenopausal, are still at risk of getting pregnant. Remember, low fertility is not the same as no fertility. And menopausal hormone therapy is not contraception. It's just not high enough. It's not going to suppress ovulation. It's not going to suppress ovarian function. But even more important, women who have fluctuating perimenopausal hormones and are still getting periods, if we give low-dose menopausal hormone therapy, they're likely going to have irregular bleeding because it's too low of a dose to suppress ovarian uh, function. I mean, keep in mind, hormone therapy isn't hormone suppression. It's not hormone replacement. It's just small doses of hormone therapy to alleviate symptoms. So contrary to what you may have been told or what you think, it is safe for low-risk non-smoking women to stay on birth control pills up to age 55. And that number wasn't <laughs> chosen randomly. 90% of women are in menopause by their mid-50s, and that's the time when they can go off their birth control pill and transition to lower-dose hormone therapy. Now, if you are taking the pill, my advice is to take it continuously, meaning no fake pills, no pill-free days, but Best of all, no period. I mean, if you take birth control pills to control perimenopausal hormonal fluctuations, not only is it okay 
to skip those hormone-free days, but it makes a lot more sense. I mean, the goal is to avoid these hormonal fluctuations. So you want to supply your body with the same amount of estrogen and progesterone every single day. Now, some women think that it's medically a problem to not get a period on the pill. Um, I always say no period, no problem, because when the pill was first released for use as a contraceptive back in the 1960s, it was prescribed to include that hormone-free week to ensure that women would get a menstrual period, not because it was medically necessary, not because there was any benefit, but because the scientists who invented the pill thought that maintaining a normal menstrual cycle would make women more comfortable. I mean, think about it. It was a group of guys that decided that women like to get periods and they designed the pill for just that reason and that reason only. The truth is there is and never was a medical benefit to that week off. And there's actually a lot of medical advantages besides wearing white pants without fear to skipping the pill-free intervals and take an active pill 365 days a year. For the perimenopausal woman, taking a pill continuously means quite frankly, smooth sailing, no hormonal fluctuations, no irregular bleeding, no crazy PMS symptoms, no unpredictable hot flashes. I mean, it's kind of like cheating your way through perimenopause, but why not? So it's fine. It's fine to take your birth control pill continuously, not only for perimenopausal women, but it's fine for women of any age. So tell your daughters, I mean, this has the, this approach has the tampon companies in a panic. If you're not a candidate for the pill, or you simply prefer not to take the pill, not everyone does well on the pill, there are many other ways to control perimenopausal symptoms. And the approach depends specifically on what symptoms you're having, you know, hot flashes versus vaginal dryness, and where you are in your perimenopause journey. Any hormone therapy, estrogen and progesterone can be used, but it's generally prescribed cyclically in this case, instead of continuously in order to avoid irregular bleeding, to try and just supplement what your own body's doing instead of shutting it down. Now, another option to deal with irregular periods is to get a progesterone intrauterine device or to supplement with oral progesterone. And the other thing you can do is, is honestly, you can live with these irregular periods if it's not bothering you too much. Irregular bleeding is not unusual during perimenopause, and it's generally not an indication of a problem. But having said that, heavy bleeding, frequent bleeding, anything that just seems off should be checked out to make sure there's not something else going on. And again, any bleeding that occurs once you've gone 12 months without a period is considered to be abnormal. It's not necessarily something serious, but it's abnormal and it does need to be evaluated. A lot of times women are told you can't start any treatment. You can't get hormone therapy until you're in menopause. So you've been 12 weeks, I mean, 12 months without a period. And it's just not true. If you're experiencing hot flashes, vaginal dryness, insomnia, you don't need to tough it out. You don't need to wait. You can get help. And the most important thing about perimenopause is to understand what's going on. This is the time to educate yourself about what's happening in your body and to be aware of the coming attractions. You know, in other words, menopause, which is of course, eventually when your ovaries are going to permanently stop producing estrogen, that's when perimenopause morphs into menopause. And I cannot stress enough, there is no reason any woman should spend years putting up with hot flashes, vaginal dryness, weight gain, insomnia. So whether you're still in perimenopause or you have officially entered menopause and your doctor has just said, hey, this is a normal part of aging, just tough it out, time to find a new doctor. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, and thank you for joining me. You will find lots more information in my Inside Information books available on Amazon.com. And follow Francie as she navigates her way through vaginal dryness, 
hot flashes, and pretty much every menopausal symptom you can think of. Sometimes I feel blue 